Lord, send your word. Father, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ, for he is King of kings and Lord of all lords. And we recognize him as the only true and living Son of God, potentate of paradise, ruler and redeemer, and in everything he is sufficient. Bless our service, bless our hearts, bless our minds, bless our walk. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Church, say amen. amen. Church, say amen again. Amen. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. Can you imagine the two disciples on the road to Emmaus while walking with Jesus and not knowing who he was? But when they found out, they said, did not our hearts burn within us while he walked with us by the way? This morning, I want to challenge all of you around a familiar passage of Scripture, Psalm 103, a Psalm of David, Psalm 103. And my subject this morning is savoring the moment. Savoring the moment and all of the hustle and bustle of life, we tend to forget the blessings that God has already given us. 103, 1 and 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Savoring the moment. Mountaintop experiences are rich, relevant, rare, and even revolutionary. These experiences are strategic and superb as they help us to appreciate the excellence of Almighty God and His supernatural creation. It is on the mountain top that we experience a mist in the morning and a soothing sunset in the evening. A quietness and a quality of calm. Serenity and secret peace. 
on the mountain. But in the valley, there is a dismal, dim, deliberate hustle and bustle of everyday life. In the valley, we are reminded of our problems, our pitfalls, our friction and fractures. In the valley, we reflect on our struggles, strife. And one of the secrets of God's peace is to become mature in Christ and to learn to take the attitudes and experiences of the mountain into the valley. People who stay in the valley spiritually become victims. All they see is the negative. All they feel are the attacks. And I think Isaiah said it best in Isaiah 26, 3, when he says, Thou, God, will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed mountaintop on him. The word stayed in the Hebrew means glued. I think that's why Paul says, I've learned in whatever state I'm in, mountain or valley, I've learned to be thankful. That's why Paul said in Philippians 3, going back and forth about the values and those things gained and lost, he said, I've, amen, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of suffering, being made conformable unto his death. That the behavior of the believer is crucial in the valley. And I, I don't know about you, but I, I have struggled with these two extremes that <clears throat> I have been on the mountaintop and uh, I often have been in the valley. And I come away with two distinct pictures of God and of myself. That, that, that it's in this context that we have to navigate between 
the peace and the problems between the calms and the conflicts. And, 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 and child of God, if you never learn how to think mountain in valley, you will think valley instead of mountain. You will live a perpetual lie. Do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah. Je- Jesus, Jesus quoted the scripture from Isaiah 29, 13, and, 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 and God told Israel, listen, in Isaiah, he said, these people praise me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. See, we pull up here on Sundays, we got a whole lot of religion. Yeah, 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 yeah. A whole lot of religion. We, we waving banners. We flying up and down the aisles. We shouting. Can I get a witness? We, we saying amen to everything, amen. But the minute we go in that valley, we, we throw away our banners. <laughs> we defect from the faith. Can I get a witness? In, 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 fact, in fact, we ain't no better than the folk in the world. Isn't that right? And, and child of God, I've learned, I've learned, I've learned that when you can navigate between the two, you can have joy in the midst of hell. You can, I'm, I'm, I mean, everything can be breaking out and you, you can shout when the devil's throwing everything at you. And you know why you've learned to shout? Because you know you're coming out. Can I get a witness? And when, when you, when you know, when you know, when you know, when you know you're coming out, you can shout. Can I get a witness? And you don't have to see your way out. You don't have to feel your way out. You don't have to think your way out. You know you're coming out because he said you're coming out. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. Some of you came in here despondent, dejected, ready to give up, ready to walk out. But God, my God's got the last say so. Can I get a witness? God, God, God. Amen. God will pull you out when you don't know how to get out. God, God will make a way out of no way. Can I get a witness, God? God will wait to the 11th hour to start moving. Can I get a witness? Sometimes we thought it was too late, but God says it's too early. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and my God is an awesome God. And, and, and I'm learning that if I can just lift my head up from my valley, and look to the hills from whence cometh my help. Knowing my help cometh from the Lord that made heaven and earth and he will not suffer thy foot to be moved. You, you didn't hear that. That, that. that is when all hell's going out, God says, you ain't moving nowhere. They won't move you. It won't move you. You won't move yourself. I'm going to make sure that you stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And you know what God is doing? God wants you to get to a place where you say, there's no way out but Jesus. Can I get a witness? And when Jesus knows that he is the one you're looking to, he's going to pull you out with a shout. Hallelujah. Child of God, child of God, child of God, child of God. So we got to learn to navigate 
the mountain in the valley. And it's, it's here in Psalm 103, a psalm of David, an intentional psalm, a soliloquy, if you will, where David surveys the goodness of God and encourages even the angels in creation to praise him. It, it, this, this, is, this is the twin sister of Psalm 104. And, 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 and child of God, you need to understand that the psalms are broken down into various divisions. There's devotional psalms. There's pre- imprecatory psalms. There's amen, uh, uh, messianic psalms. There, there's a group of titles in the psalms, but this particular line of psalms is designed, amen, to give us a manner, a mental reinforcement between conflict and confusion. This, 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 these psalms will give us a view, amen, a view of, of God's mercy, a vision of God's makeup, and a, listen to this, and a victory of God's majesty. You notice I didn't say anything about church. You notice I didn't say anything about amen, uh, 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 your favorite uh, pastime. I'm talking about God. God who at sundry times. It begins with God. It ends with God. Can I get a witness? And, and, and child of God, that, that, that if you have any hope outside of God, it's false hope. Isn't that right? that God wants to turn all of our attention to him. And that's why John says, now unto him who's able. Isn't he able? He's able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before him. Look, 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 look at this Psalm of David, the Psalm of David, the Psalm of David, that I, 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 won't, I won't keep you long, but I see the view, I see the vision, and I see the victory. Here, here, here in Psalm 103, 1 and 2, our mountains offer us a view of God's mercy. Now, now let me stop pausing part. Uh, uh, some, some in the Hebrew compassionists have said, the Hebrew word has said, it's a strong compassion, but I'm talking about mercy. Now, now he, I'm, I'm talking about, listen, I'm talking about his, listen, his peace, his pity, and his pull out. That, that, that when I think about this word mercy, God wants us to have an appreciation of what he has already done. And when you look at the Psalm 103, 1 and 2, let's, let's just review the words. He says, bless the Lord. Now, let's stop. Oh, my soul. Let me stop. This is not a casual song the choir sings. This is not what, amen, the praise dancers do for five minutes. They were awesome. Choir is awesome. This is not what the devotionalists do before church service starts. The psalmist says, bless him with all of my soul. In other words, this is not casual. This is commitment. I'm pouring everything of me in this. I'm, 
I'm, I'm not leaving anything out. I, I, my mind is not on my pot I'm going to cook today. My, 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 my mind is not on what I got to do at work tomorrow. My, my mind is not on my wayward kids that's out in the street. My mind is not on this troubled marriage. My, my mind is not on the fact that I don't have no money. No, I'm going to forget all those things and I'm going to concentrate on him and I'm going to worship him. I'm going to give him everything I've got in worship. Bless! The Lord! Listen to this. With all of my soul. Now, now let me stop pausing parts because you don't have too many worshipers in church like that. You know, we cool, casual, uh, amen, copacetic, laid back. Can I get a witness? Amen. This, this means that I don't care if my wig come off. I'm, 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 I'm a blessing. My, I, don't, I don't care if my, yeah, my makeup smear, my, my eye blush, I, I don't care if something false falls off. Can I go, I'm going to let it all out. I'm going to bless his name. I don't need no usher fanning me. I don't, I don't need no usher, well, amen, taking me to the sick room so nurses can, no, I'm going to let this thing out. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. That sounds like worship. Can I get a witness? I didn't come to church to see the pastor. I didn't come to church to see you. I didn't come to church to see what you're wearing. I came to church to bless him. Can I get a witness? Bless him. I'm not here because I was made to come. I'm not here because I'm used to coming. I'm not here because, amen, I'm trying to answer some guilt complex. I'm here because I want to be here. If mama don't go, I'm going. If papa don't go, I'm going. If husband don't go, I'm going. I will. Blessing. He's too worthy not to bless. He's too precious not to bless. He's done too much for me not to bless. He's been so good. I just want to take out time and I want to bless the Lord. Oh, 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 my soul. And all. Yeah. yeah. That's within me. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God that leads to salvation. Can I get a witness? David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise, yeah, shall continually be in my mouth. I'm going to bless his holy name. Look what he says, verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his <laughs> benefits. My God. It's a mountaintop view of his mercy. Now, let me tell you what mercy does to you. When you keep going back to his mercy, See, everybody can't do this because some of us stink with pride. 
Some of us don't even have a testimony that God cleansed them and bought them out of sin. You leave it up to them, they help Jesus. Jesus ain't help them. Can I get a witness? You, uh, you, 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 you know, and see, and see the, the lowest, the most filthy, the most dirty down sinner. When he acknowledges that he's no good, God gets glory. Can I get a witness? You, 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 you need to understand what's going on. Now, now I'm, I'm not suggesting you had to be out in the streets and had to do everything that everybody else may have done. But I'm saying it's a sense of repentance in your heart. And look, look, look. You know what mercy does? First thing, mercy humbles you. When, when, you, when you understand that you're under the mercy of God, you don't walk around like no peacock. You don't look down on other people. You're not judgmental of everybody because you understand that God has not dealt with me according to my sins, nor has rewarded me according to my iniquities. Can I get a witness? And listen, here's the inference here. He's talking about mercy in the past. He's not talking about mercy in the present, mercy in the future, because if you really have good theology, when Jesus went to the cross, he answers the past, present, and future. He died for all of my sins. Mercy will humble you. Can I get a witness? When I, when I go down the street and see a street person eat out of a garbage can, mercy will humble you. But, but for the grace of God, there goes I. Do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah, you'll get it on the way home. See, grace is love you don't deserve. And then mercy is not giving you what you do deserve. But benefits are God's. That's us giving God what he deserves. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times and I will not forget all of his benefits. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you. For your mercy. Thank you <laughs> for your mercy. This thing gonna sink in in a minute. Thank you for the listen, thank you for the peace in spite of my pollution. Thank you for your pity in spite of my pride. Look at this. Thank you for the pullout. When I had no other way out. See, 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 that's why the old folks say mercy best suits my case. Can I get a witness? Listen, 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 listen. And, 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 and all I need to do is sit down and reflect on the past. And all I see, Tom, is a bunch of mercies. Are y'all praying with me? I know, I know y'all can't spot them, but I, all, all I see in my life, Bruce, is a whole line of mercies. Can I get a witness? I, I, I just keep seeing all these mercies. When I was in a car accident, mercy. When I was in the house fire, mercy. When I was in the clubs, the bars, and mercy. When I, yeah, yeah, when I put stuff in my body, mercy. When I was in the military, mercy. When I could have been dead, mercy. All I do is see a bunch of mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It wasn't coincidence. It wasn't luck. It was mercy. Can I get a win? We did something and God blinked at it. 
He said, I'm not going to do anything to you, but I'm going to give you what you don't deserve, and that's mercy. Now listen to this. Here's how you can appreciate mercy. Somebody else did less than you and got judgment. You did more than them and got mercy. Lord, have mercy. So what does that do, do, uh, uh, do to me? Well, if I can keep pulling up all this mercy that God had on me, when you fall, I got to show you mercy. Hmm? I can't talk about you. I can't gossip about you. I can't tear your reputation down. I can't be critical and judgmental because once, see, see, when I point at you, the finger comes back. I got to keep being reminded that God's been merciful. Thank you, Jesus. You've been so good. You've been merciful. And, 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 and so, and so what he, what he, what he says, what he says, what he says in the first five verses, it's a personal testimony of his mercy. Now, 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 now look at verse 3. Who forgiveth, he covers all thine iniquities. Now stop, pause, and part. There are three different words for sin. Sin is missing the mark. God has a standard. It's like shooting an arrow. You shoot, but the arrow falls short. It's not hitting God's principles. We all have sinned. But there's another word called transgression, yeah, which is a willful act of sin. Then there's another word called iniquity, Lord have mercy. That's why David said, uh, uh, out of his mother's womb, he said, I was born in sin and shapened, are y'all getting this, in iniquity. Let me tell you, Jesus said, the same that loveth much, forgiveth much. Where much has been forgiven, the same loveth much. Now let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me let me preach this to you. If I have an assessment that God forgave a lot in my life, I will love you. If I start walking around thinking God didn't do that much, I don't forgive you and I don't love you. Are y'all getting this? The people in the church that feel as though they didn't do that much, they can't love that much. They can only love you in words. They really can't love you in deeds because they are walking around with a big head, amen, of false theology. Can I get a witness? Uh, you can get quiet if you want. I get out your way. Look at this. Who forgive all thy iniquities and healeth all thy diseases. Now, 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 stay with verse 3 because forgiveness has a twofold prong to it. Forgiveness hides sin. But watch this. Forgiveness heals sin. When God forgives us, he hides our stuff, and then he starts 
healing. Are y'all getting this uh, stuff? What, what, do you, what, do you, what do you mean by healing? I'm glad you asked. That is that this view from the mountaintop is promising personal and promotional. That, that God is in sense saying, now watch this now. He's saying, I will hide your sin. Yeah. But then I'm going to heal your sinfulness. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm deal with this text. Now, Vernon McGee, a great theologian, much older man, believes that this healing is a millennial healing because it says all that diseases. When Jesus comes to set up his thousand-year reign, he's going to help and heal the redeemed. And he says, healeth all thine diseases who redeemeth thy life from what? Destruction. Now, now stop. Because see, we, we, we run through this. When God says, I redeemed you, I purchased you out of the marketplace of sin, I pulled you out. He says, if I had not pulled you out, you were headed for destruction. Are y'all, are y'all getting this? Uh, uh, you, you, you and I were headed for destruction. We would have destroyed ourselves. See, see here, here's what people don't understand. People, people don't understand that all God's got to do, God doesn't have to send no lightning bolt at you. God doesn't have to let you get hit by a car, a train, or a trolley car. All God got to do is step back and take his hand off of you. And you will destroy yourself. Can I get a witness? Peter said, we are being kept by the power of God until salvation. Check it out. Check it out. He redeems us. He crowns us with loving kindness, tender mercies. He satisfies our mouth with good things so that our youth is renewed like the eagles. Now, the eagle depicts two things, strength and speed. Now, if you read Isaiah 40 carefully, strength and speed stick out. Look what he says. Even when you get old, God will send strength and speed. I, 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 was, reading, I, I was reading, I was doing some reading yesterday, and, and this one commentator said, he said, God has these little pit stops of information he gives us. When your hair starts turning gray, God begins to say, okay, uh, time is of the essence. Yeah. Now, you can cut it off or you can dye it. You, you can fry it, dye it, whatever you want to do. That don't stop the clock. Can I get a witness? When you wake up in the morning and author writer says good morning, God says, okay, time is a ticking. And, 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 and see, you know what the problem in the church is? God did not save you to enjoy your life. God did not save you to come up with a vision for your life. God did not save you to start a business for your life. God did not save you to just enjoy your children in life. The reason God didn't take you the moment he saved you is because he wants you to glorify him on earth. 
Let your light so shine. Do I have a witness? Yeah, the reason he didn't take you when he first saved you is because he wants you to serve him. Check this text out. Mm. He begins the first five verses to give us a view, a mountaintop view of his no, 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 look. If I'm on a mountaintop and I have a comprehensive view of his mercy, that everything I have came from him, that I'm only alive because he, he let me breathe this morning, that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all that dwells therein, that God is my refuge and my strength, the very present help in the time of trouble. Though the earth be removed, though the mountain be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters roar thereof, there is a stream that shall make glad the city of God. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul and yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I shall fear no evil why David for thou art with me his rod his staff he comforts me he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies which cause my cup of joy to run over surely Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Preacher, why did you quote all that? Because all that is for the valley. When I'm going through the valley, when the marriage is troubled, when hell hounds on my trail, when the children are wayward, when I got no money in my pocket, God wants you to know he's with you. He's walking with you. He'll prepare a table before you. Can I get a witness? Surely, surely. Hey, no, 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 no. He said, yay. Yay means yes. Yes means affirmative. You got to go in the valley. Yay, though I walk through the valley. Well, what's in the valley? The shadow of death. All hell's breaking out in the valley. It's dim in the valley. It's dark in the valley. Hellhounds in the valley. I feel like giving up in the valley. I feel like walking out in the valley. But thou art with you. Can I get a witness? He's worthy to be praised. So while I'm in the valley, go back to the mountaintop and remember his mercies. That if his mercies are with me, nothing in the valley can mess with me. Can I get away? If his mercies are with me, nothing in the valley can hurt me. If his mercies are with me, nothing in the valley can subdue me. I'm secure in Christ. 
but you got to walk in the valley with a view of the mountaintop. See, Christians got to know who they are. The problem is, I told you before, we have an identity crisis. We keep trying to be like the world. Can I get a witness? Oh yeah, it's the truth. We want to be like Hollywood. We want to be like Madison Avenue. We want to be cool and copacetic and rich. We want to be like the world. God said, I don't want you to be like the world. I want you to know, because you got an identity crisis. I want you to know who you are. You're salt and light. I want you to know I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a holy nation. I'm a peculiar people. Can I get a witness? Yeah. I was born twice, but I'm only going to die once. Can I get a witness? He wants you to know who you are. Are you praying with me? Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. He talks about this view of his mercy. Don't leave home without it. Don't let it slip. I was coming from a funeral yesterday, and I said, let me go through South Philly. Went through South Philly. Guy's on the corner from the 60s. I knew, hey, what's up? I stopped. Hey, man, what's up? I never forget from whence I came. Y'all ain't praying with me. You know what it does for them? They watch me on TV. You know what it does for them? They say, with all that God has given him, he has not abandoned us. I'm still the same old, no good person. Y'all ain't getting this. I know this is hard for you to grasp. You know what I mean? I know it's hard for you to grasp. Some of y'all, some of y'all wouldn't go back to your neighborhood if they paid you. You wouldn't even ride through there. You, you, you wouldn't. You, if you saw somebody you grew up with, you. Can I get a witness? But I dare you to treat them like gold. I dare you to show mercy. Can I get a witness? Huh? Chow, 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 chow to God. He gives us a view of the mercy. But then he gives us a vision of God's makeup. Mm. Now, now, now he moves in verse 6 to corporate praise. And what he does in this corporate praise, he begins to personify the attributes of Almighty God. In verse 8, the Lord is merciful, gracious, slow to anger, plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He have not dealt with us according to our sins, nor reward us according to the Verse 11, for as the heaven is high, now he brings creation in, as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. Now watch this now. That is, this writer is getting real deep because what he begins to do is he, all, he has already talked about forgiveness, which is the hiding of our sins and iniquities. He deals with the healings. What do we need to be healed of? I'm glad you asked. We need to be healed of defiance. Boy, we got some defiance in us. I don't care what the pastor said. We got some defiance in us. And it ain't just against me, it's against you, it's against one another, it's against your kids, it's against your husband, it's against your wife. We got some defiance up in us, man. He begins to heal that defiance. Yeah, 
he begins to heal our dysfunction. I did a sermon one time on what does it mean to come out of a dysfunctional family. And I watched the faces of the congregation. Most of them were looking at me like, you ain't talking about me? No, uh, no, no. I'm talking about 99% of us. First of all, if you grew up in a single parent home, it's dysfunctional. If you grew up with cussing and drinking, it's dysfunctional. If you grew up with name calling, it's dysfunctional. Even Sanford said dummy. Some of y'all were called stupid. You'll never be anything. All that's dysfunction. Isn't that right? Oh, y'all ain't got to pray with me. I'll preach by myself. Most of us grew up in dysfunctional environments. Mother come out with a hatchet, father come out with a knife. They it's dysfunctional. Then they got nerve to tell you, go to your room. <laughs> dysfunctional. It's okay. Listen, it's okay to have come out of a dysfunctional home. God heals dysfunction. Doesn't he heal dysfunction? He heals all of my dysfunction. 25 years ago, we got married. She's going to say, now try, don't call the kids no names. I said, I'll try. <laughs> Didn't work. You know, we pass down the same thing to our kids. Our parents pass down to us. Oh, you're getting quiet again. And, and, and not only does he heal our diseases of defiance and disease of dysfunction, he heals our disease of demoralization. We are naturally immoral. Naturally immoral. Mm -mm, real quiet. <laughs> See, the reason it's important for you to understand this sin nature, because this sin nature is very deceptive. This sin nature can get religious. Can it get religious? This sin nature can make you think you're all right. Because you ain't got to come out and cuss no more. All you got to do is cuss in your heart. And you've already cussed. All you got to do is think it in your heart. And you've already done it. <laughs> Had this family coming to me this morning. Great family. About five of them. Pastor, great sermon. Pastor, yeah, we love you. I said, I love you too. Pastor, um, don't get angry today because we are, we are from Pittsburgh and we're Pittsburgh fans. I said, I won't. I'll be praying for y'all. <laughs> I was talking mountain talk. Somebody says, you ain't no good. God bless your daughter. That's mountain talk. Can I get a witness? That, 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 that child of God, he, he gives us, hanging in with me now, he gives us this matter of, watch this now, healing. Thank God for the healing. I needed emotional healing when I got saved. 
Can I get a witness? I, I needed mental, psychological healing. And I'm still being healed. Are y'all with me this morning? You ain't going to hear this in no other pulpit. I need, I, I didn't say you. I said I needed my bed. Now I needed healing. Are you praying with me? And God, God, God has been healing and, and I need more healing. I need, I need to be healed emotionally. I need to be healed psychologically. I need to be healed from my history. I need to be healed from my hurts. I need to be healed from my hindrances. Listen, listen to this. I need to be healed from myself. Are you, are you getting this? How many of y'all know you need healing? Oh, we need some healing up in this place. That's why we keep pouting. That's why, amen, we keep threatening. That's why we keep controlling because we need healing. When you heal in the Holy Ghost, you don't need to control nothing. You can say, let it be. Can I get a witness? Uh, thou art the potter, I am the clay. Mold me, make me, shape me. Can I get a witness? Now, I ain't completely healed, so don't, 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 don't start no stuff in here this morning. But, 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 but child of God, we, we need some healing. That's why we're self-centered. That's why we're full of poison. That's why we can speak one thing and claim another. That's why we can cuss folk out. That's why we can act like the world. That's why we can take them secret drinks and smoke that secret stuff. That's why we can go to places we ain't supposed to go. That's why we can lie. That's why we can bear false witness. That's why we can character assassinate it. Because we need healing. All of us need healing. From the pulpit to the door. Don't worry about my healing. What about yours? Sitting out there, your eyes dilating and your, your head is going around. And hey, can I get a witness? And you talking about, look at him. He's healing. Crazy as a bad bug. And got a nerve to talk about Jesus. He's worthy. <laughs> well, he, he ain't that worthy. If you look like that, something's wrong with that doctor. Thank you. See, listen, 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 listen. I'm getting out of your way. It's a breakthrough when I have a view from the mountaintop. When I can view his mercy and view his makeup and, and understand his attributes and understand that he's high and I'm low, he's pure and I'm impure, he's everything and I'm nothing. See, when I got the right sight of who he is, can I get a witness? Then I'm being healed already. Can I get a witness? He'll, he'll, he'll order my steps. Won't he order your steps? He'll walk with you. He'll, he'll talk with you. He'll, he'll tell you that uh, he's your own. Mm. My God. Mm, 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 mm. So 6 to 19 is a mountaintop vision of his makeup. Look at verse 17. But the mercy. No, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Look at verse 11. For as the heaven is high above the earth. So great is his mercy to them that fear him. Now watch this. As far as the east is from the west. Now, now let me stop pausing part. If I keep going north, I'm going to hit south. 
If I keep going south, I'm going to hit north. But if I keep going west, I'll never hit east. They don't meet. Here's what God is saying. When I took your sins, I cast them as far as east is to west. They cannot be found. You, you ain't getting this. You, you know why. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. I'm going back to the identity crisis. You know why some of us can't live right and walk right and talk right? Because we've never forgiven ourselves. We got self-guilt issues about the mess that was in our life. Isn't that right? He's a doctor counselor. We, we got issues and we have never forgiven ourselves. We, we have never taken ourselves out of the equation. Satan is right there in your ear telling you how bad you are, how much of a mess you were, what you did, and how you did. And, and, and instead of you understanding the, ma listen, the makeup of God, instead of you just believing the makeup of God, huh? can I get a witness? Instead of you believing that he's merciful, instead of you believing that he tossed your sins as far as east is the west, verse 13, as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. He knoweth, verse 14, our frame, and remember that we are nothing but dust. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He gives us a view of his mercy. He gives us a vision of his makeup. But we close with a victory of his majesty. Now, look at verse 19, because from 19 to 22, everything is about who he is. In verse 19, he says, The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye his angels that excel in strength and do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, host of angels, ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. Let me stop pausing for a See, this, this, this is David's way. They, God made David go through experiences when he fell with Bathsheba and committed murder with uh, 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 uh uh, 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 Uriah the Hittite he wrote Psalm 51 have mercy on me created me a clean heart renew a right spirit within me in one of my favorite Psalms Psalm 34 David says I will bless the Lord at all times that's not a typical church service that Psalm Psalm 34 the historicity came out of when he was a young man running from King Saul. Saul wanted to kill him and God had already said, David is going to be my next king. Saul was trying to kill him. He's running from Saul and the Bible says he ran smack dab into the face of Achish, the Philistines. And they rode up on David, a whole bunch of them surrounded him and said, is not this David who killed our champion Goliath? And the Bible says that David got so scared that he began to act like a madman. Spittle came out of his mouth. He was doing his hair like that. He did his hair and he, he's acting like a madman. And the, and the Philistines said, let him go. What do we have to do with a madman? So now, 30-something years later, David is king on the throne and there's peace in the land. And while he's sitting on the throne, he begins to reflect on the past. And he understands it wasn't luck that got him out of that. It wasn't, it wasn't coincidence that got him out of that. It was the Lord's mercies that got him out of that. 
So David in the castle says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise. There ought to be some times in your life when you're sitting at home with the TV on and you cut it off and go back of where God brought you from. Go back where God put a tow truck to your life and pulled you out. Go back when he snatched you out of hell with smoke still in your garments. Go back when you know you was no good but he made something of your life. Go back when he cleaned you up. Go back when he put you on the street called straight. Go back when he put a shout in your mouth. You ought to go back and bless his name. I will bless the Lord at all times. Can I get a witness? You owe it to him. You're obligated to him. You're obliged to him. You ought to praise him because he's a mighty good God. Thank him. Can I get a witness? Because he hasn't dealt with you according to your sins. Glorify him because he didn't have to do it, but he did it anyhow. You sitting up here this morning, clothed in your right mind, food on your table, car in the parking lot, money in your pocket, children all right, say it. You better bless him, say it. You better praise him, say it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. His majesty is complete. His majesty is his commitment. Can I get a witness? And every now and then you got to go up a mountain. The mountain of Mount Pisgah is where Moses looked over and saw the promised land. You need a mountain of promises. But Mount Sinai was the mountain of principles. Moses had to get the principles of God for the people of God that contained the promises of God. Can I get a witness? But there is another mountain, <laughs> Mount Transfiguration, where the potentate glowed up. <laughs> Can I get a witness? You got to see Jesus and all of his glory, not with Elijah and Moses, but all by himself. He's King of Kings and Lord of Lords, but every mountain has a corresponding valley and hills are in the valley. 
Can I get a witness? There's a hill of conflict where Moses and her and Aaron was on a hill. Joshua was fighting in the valley. And every time they held Moses' arms up, Israel prevailed. You can't prevail without prayer. Can I get a witness? You got to spend some time in prayer. Can I get a witness? But there's a hill called Calvary where Jesus went to the summit of Calvary. And there he died for your sins and for mine. Can I get a witness? But there's another hill. After he walked out of the grave, he met 500 Christians and said, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. It's the hill of the Great Commission. He used all participles. As you are going, as you are teaching, as you are baptizing, as you are discipling, tell everybody that I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. See ya. But I like what the songwriter said. Lest I forget Gethsemane. Lest I forget thine agony. Lest I forget thy love for me. Lead me to Calvary. Can I get a witness? We need to get to Calvary. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege it is to carry yeah. everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pains we bear. All because we do not carry everything, everything, everything to God in prayer. Say yeah. You need to get to the mountain of mercy, the mountain of his makeup. But don't leave the mountain of his majesty. He's holy. He's everlasting. He's good. He's king. He's lord. He's potentate. He's power. Say And every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory, to the glory, to the glory of God. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. One of these days, when the Lord calls me home, I'm not only going to see Jesus, see all my loved ones that preceded me in death. They're going to be up there shouting, Raymond, you finally made it. Praise the Lord. What a fellowship. What a joy. Divine. Hallelujah. What a day that will be when we see 
Jesus. Let's stay on our feet this morning. Let's stay on our feet. Savoring the moment. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. Jesus wants to save you. He died for your sins and burying rose again. Just raise your hand. The Holy Spirit has already spoken to you. Raise your hand. Give your life to Christ. I see your hands. Perhaps you want to join the church of the Christian experience. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. You need to belong to a church that's teaching the unadulterated gospel of Jesus Christ. You don't need no auxiliary. You don't need no club. You don't need no social club. You need the word. If your hand is raised, come on up front. Church, say amen. Come on. Come on. Let's do this thing. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Praise Jesus. Come on. Come on. Bless the Lord. 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 Come on. Come on up. Just just step out. Step out. Hello. How you doing, baby? Stand right here. Gentlemen in the back. Come on. Come on. Come on up. Come on up. Come on. Come on out. Come on up. Bless his name. Bless his name. Listen. While going through the valley, you need a mindset of the mountaintop. If you keep the mountaintop in mind, you can make it through the valley. If you try to go into the valley with a valley mindset, Satan will blow you away. That's why Paul says, put on the whole armor of God. We got to navigate between the two. We got to have the mountaintop philosophy, strength, outlook in the valley. Jesus said, in this life, you're going to have tribulations. We're going to go in the valley. How many are in the valley this morning? All right. All right. Put on the mindset of the mountaintop. You coming out, God's got your back. He's already given you the victory. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, honey. Love you, baby. Go with him, please. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, now change your mind. Do it again. Now change your mind. Father, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Thank you for your people. Thank you for the souls. Now, as we go out, give us the mindset of the mountain, your mercy, your makeup, your majesty, to help us fight in the valley. And we thank you for the victory, the view, the vision, and the victory. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you. We see you Wednesday. Have a great day.